There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Murder. Culture and religion can sometimes cloud judgment. On December 27, 1957, a man was born who would take multiple human lives in the name of honor. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Ali Mahmoud Awad Irsan was born on December 27, 1957 to a father in the Jordanian army. In 1979, Ali obtained a student visa and, moving to a three-acre property in a rural area in eastern Montgomery County, Texas, became a naturalized U.S. citizen and began studying in a medical laboratory program at Kirkwood Community College. Maintaining his religion, with the Houston Press reporting that he, quote, considered himself to be a devout Muslim, after marrying his first wife when he was 22 and she was 17, having four children together before divorcing years later in 1994, a now 34-year-old Ali Irsan entered into an arranged marriage with a girl who, according to the sources, was about 15 or 16 years old. Shortly after bringing home his new bride in 1995, Ali's first wife left their home and, though he claimed he was not legally married to this young girl in the U.S., he stated that they were married in Jordan. The pair, over the course of their marriage, would have a total of eight children together, meaning Ali Mahmoud Awad Irsan had a total of 12 children with just two women. In 1999, Ali, in an act that he claimed was self-defense, shot and killed a man named Amjad Hussein Ali Dam, the husband of his eldest daughter. Because he said he committed the crime as a means to protect himself and his family, no criminal charges were ever filed, and a Montgomery County grand jury decided not to indict Ali. Getting away with murder, Ali would not be so lucky the second time he decided to take a human life. Enter Gelleray, Baghurzada, and Cody Beavers. Two of Ali's many children, Nadia and Nezreen, spent most of their young lives under the constant supervision of their devout father. Homeschooled throughout most of their education, when Ali suffered from a heart attack and was diagnosed with a heart condition, the two girls convinced their father to allow them to go to medical school. Promising him that their intentions were to take care of him and make sure he maintained his health, the girls were allowed to enroll in a biology program at Lone Star College Montgomery. It was here that the pair met twins, Cody and Corey Beavers. Within months of meeting the boys, the girls began taking off their hijabs and wearing makeup when outside their father's home. It wasn't long before Nezreen fell head over heels for Cody, and the pair began dating in secret. Unfortunately, when Corey Beavers didn't return Nadia's feelings, the girl became jealous of her sister and returned to her role as a dutiful daughter to their strict father. Despite the brewing negativity between the pair of sisters, both women, along with Corey, were admitted into the Molecular Genetics Program at the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, and while there, they crossed paths with a young woman named Gelleray Bagarzada. An Iranian woman, Gelleray was also a medical student and researcher who, born in France, had studied biology in Tehran 
and later attended university in Budapest before moving to Houston in 2007. She was also a woman who was known to publicly stand her ground, protest in favor of women's rights, and openly criticize the Iranian government. In fact, it was reported in the Houston Chronicle that she, quote, was outspokenly critical of Islam, even becoming embroiled in an argument with her father's bosses about their faith, and had converted to Christianity in 2011. Whether emboldened by her new friend or simply ready to stand her ground, Nazreen Irsan made that same decision, left her Islamic faith, and prepared to marry the love of her life, Cody Beavers. A brave decision considering the fact that, for most of her life, her father had forbidden his daughters to date and stated on multiple occasions that he would kill any man whom they found themselves in a romantic relationship with. It wasn't long before the news got back to Ali, and in June of 2011, his wife, their stepmother, held Nazreen hostage at their residence. Also accusing her sister Nadia of holding her against her will, the family had found all the emails, texts, and voicemails from Cody and intended on keeping her locked in the home for as long as they felt was necessary. Nazreen, however, managed to slip through a window and went to Cody and Corey's house before moving in with their mother the following spring. While she was dealing with all of this, terrified that her father would hurt her or her boyfriend, Corey and Gellaray, introduced by Nazreen, began a relationship of their own in November of 2011. That's around the same time that Ali, after searching for his daughter and even sending messages to Gellaray, in which she refused to divulge any information, found out where Nazreen was living and began harassing not only her, but Cody and Gellaray as well. After a while, and after their property was damaged, a now 23-year-old Nazreen got a protective order in place that banned her father from ever contacting her again. This, however, did not stop his rage, and she was so worried for her safety that she opted not to attend her own graduation ceremony. She was, however, unwilling to let his actions stop her from marrying Cody Beavers. Though the pair decided to have a civil ceremony to avoid any unwanted attention, Nazreen Irsan was now Nazreen Irsan Beavers, and the pair moved into a new home together a significant distance away from where they were previously living in hopes that her father could not track them down again. Living in a gated apartment complex for some added safety and renting the third floor unit so their windows were too high for intruders, Cody diligently watched over his new wife, escorted her to her car whenever she left, and had an assault rifle in the home in case they needed it for self-defense. None of that, however, would help save the life of Ali's chosen target. On January 15, 2012, Gelleray Bagarzada, just 30 years old, was shot to death with a 38 caliber handgun just outside her parents' home. Shot through the passenger side window of her car, the bullet entering her head as she drove, Gelleray, who was coming home from Corey's house, was on the phone with her former boyfriend at the time of her murder. Her body was found at 12.30 in the morning, the same time that a Texas Department of Public Safety officer stopped a car going 79 miles an hour down the interstate being driven by Ali Mahmoud Awad Irsan. 
telling the officer that he was trying to get a drink to regulate his sugar, saying he had a diabetic condition, Ali was given a warning and allowed to leave. The case of the murdered Iranian-American activist soon made its way into the headlines. And though many believed it was her protests and outspoken nature that might have cost Galeray her life, there were no viable leads in the case, despite the $250,000 reward being offered. Though Nazreen told the police that her father was capable of such a crime, the officers who questioned him found there wasn't enough evidence to hold him, and once again, he was allowed to walk free. Then, on November 12, 2012, Nazreen's worst fears came true when she walked into her apartment and found her new husband lying in a pool of his own blood. According to the statements made by his wife, Ali entered the gated apartment complex that day, managed to enter their unlocked apartment, and stayed inside while Cody Beavers left to walk Nazreen to her car. Having no clue that the threat was already inside of his home, Cody came back inside and was shot the moment he crossed the threshold. Ali's wife, Shmo Ali Al-Rabde, claimed she was present the day the murder took place and said in court that Ali believed his daughter would come back in and intended on killing her as well. According to the Harris County Sheriff's Office, just two days before the murder, Ali walked around the Legacy Park apartment complex asking about Cody Beavers. Between this and the fact that, according to Corey, his brother always said that if he were to ever be killed to look straight at his father-in-law, Ali immediately became a prime suspect in the latest murder and, when speaking with the twins' mother, she said that if Ali was the one who killed Cody, then he must have been the one who killed Gellaray. Unfortunately, despite the searches of Ali's property and surveillance by the FBI, there was nothing concrete enough to arrest Ali Mahmoud Awadir San. At least, not for the murders. After Nazreen told the authorities that her father had committed social security fraud, claiming the family received money from multiple organizations only because he hid their resources, and told the government that he was unable to work due to medical conditions, hiding the money in multiple bank accounts, some of which were in Jordan and under the names of his many children, and holding several fraudulent credit cards under false names, the agencies began investigating the accusations, and on May 22, 2014, a group of police, with the FBI taking the lead, arrested Ali, Shmo, and Nadia Irsan. Held at the Federal Detention Center in downtown Houston, with six of Ali's children, all minors still, being placed in the custody of CPS, the FBI was able to raid their home again on June 5th, and on April 3rd, 2015, Ali pleaded guilty to conspiracy to defraud the United States, while his wife and daughter were both convicted of making false statements. All were sentenced to serve time in federal prison. Ali for 45 months, in addition to an almost $300,000 fine, and the women to 24 months each. Now, though initially arrested on these fraud charges, on May 22, 2014, the same day he was arrested, the Harris County prosecutors announced that Ali Irsan was also charged with the murder of Gelleray Bagarzada. Though the charges were dismissed by March of 2015, the authorities stated that they were going to file additional charges, and on April 22nd, 
He was charged with both the murder of Gelleray and Cody Beavers. What came next was a flurry of strategic legal moves, arguments, and further charges, like the ones against Nadia Irsan accusing her of stalking her sister, a felony that could earn her an additional 10 years, the threat of filing murder charges against her if they found that she was part of the plan to murder her sister's friend and boyfriend, as well as a murder charge and arrest made against Nassim Irsan, Ali's 20-year-old son, who, according to Schmo, was the trigger person who killed Gelleray. While all of this and more was going on behind the scenes, the media from around the world started reporting the murders as honor killings, a historically difficult crime to deal with because of the lack of understanding, culture, and the ramifications for violating honor codes. On June 25th, 2018, Ali Irsan's trial began with the prosecution arguing that Nazreen's conversion to Christianity and the marriage were both the main motivators for the murders, with his wife taking the stand and, in addition to providing damning information, claimed that his intentions were to kill Nazreen and Corey Beavers as a means for regaining his family's honor. In exchange for her testimony, she was convicted of kidnapping instead of murder and was to be released with time served at the end of the trial. With many testifying against him, on July 26, 2018, Ali Mahmoud Awad Irsan was found guilty after just 35 minutes of deliberation. He was sentenced to death on August 14, 2018. A year later, Nassim Irsan, who had already been in custody for four years, reached a plea deal and, in exchange for his guilty plea, he received a 40-year sentence with credit for the time that he had already served. He can apply for parole in 2039. That November, prosecutors filed a charge of conspiracy to commit murder against Nadia Irsan, and after initially refusing a deal, she pleaded guilty in 2021 to conspiring in a scheme of organized crime and got 10 years probation. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear a terrible thing happened on December 28th. Don't forget to write and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.